This is the Holland Assets Podcast, where we show you how to start and run your own trucking company. Ever wanted to go out on your own? Follow Chris as he goes through the highs and lows of running on his own authority. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of the Holland Assets Podcast. This is episode number 137. We're talking about August 2023 financials. I am your host, Craig Hanks, and over there, he's Chris Vernon. How's it going, Chris? I'm doing well. How are you, Craig? Uh, you know, I'm all right. Yeah. I'm all right. You know, by the time people listen to this, Chris, I will be almost to Munich for Oktoberfest. Oh, so we're recording this a little bit early, um, and uh, but that's okay. It's, Have- a, it's a financials episode. We just needed the numbers so we can record a little bit early, but uh, I'll, yeah, I'll be out. Have I ever told you I've, I've been to Munich in Oktoberfest? Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, did mention it, that. Uh, it, have you been there? No. You, you'll have a good time. Yeah. It is insane. It, people watching is just phenomenal. I have no doubt. Yeah. It's uh, I, I'll be exhausted for those who you know, for all of our German listeners out there who want to you know <laughs> grab a mass of of beer. Let me know. But uh, no, I'll be going from Nuremberg to Munich, and I'm lo- really looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to hear how it goes. Cool. Well, Chris. What do you want to talk about before we get to the numbers? Anything going on this week? Um, anything interesting? I, so nothing super interesting with uh, with Holland Assets. But I went to um, every month. I go to a. It's called the Safety Management Council with the Utah Trucking Association. They um, do a lunch and bring in a speaker. And um, at the beginning of of it, um, when they have the speaker, before they have the speaker kind of start, they they usually have somebody from the Utah Motor Carrier Division, mm-hmm. one of the um, uh, somebody from the Utah Highway Patrol. They kind of just give an update on on what you know, kind of some going ons and stuff. And so, anyway, one of the the highway patrolmen um, got up and talked about an incident that had happened the day before in Utah. Um, just super fascinating, and it's one of those situations where. It's a, you know, it, it's really good to learn from other people's mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> I've told you my, my favorite, uh, word or pearl of wisdom. Anybody ever gave me? Give it. It was, um, it goes, uh, good experience or no, sorry. Good, good judgment comes from experience. And unfortunately experience often comes from bad judgment. <laughs> um, and he left it there, but in the years yeah, since I've, that has stuck with me forever, but, uh, I've appended to that and it doesn't have to be your bad judgment. Yeah. Like, can you be, learn can, from other people's mistakes. Absolutely. <laughs> it's the, that's the easy way to do it. Easy button on learning. You can do it, <laughs> learn right. from somebody else's mistakes. That's right. So anyway, th- th- this is a situation and it was completely avoidable, completely preventable. And and the funny thing is he he wouldn't say who the, the trucking company this happened with was, but he said it is a big one that you would know who they are and that you see all the time. <laughs> right. And and so I'm thinking, okay, well, anyway, so what ended up happening, let's talk a little bit this, about this. So a, a truck pulling an oversized load and, and when he said oversized, he's like, it was oversized and the the big thing was it was overweight mm. and you can you can get overweight permits and haul in utah i'm trying to think off the top of my head i think it's 130,000 pounds oh, wow. so 80,000 pounds is normal yeah you can haul up to 130 you, you have to typically when you're hauling that kind of weight you have to have you know like you're pulling a double trailer or you're right. pulling a big trailer with more axles which i'm sure this one is um but anyway he uh he was he had an overweight permit but he was over the weight 
of the overweight permit. And anyway, he's, he's coming up on an intersection and can't stop. And so he starts blowing his horn to, to, to warn everybody. And anyway, in the, in the middle of an intersection, he hits a 15 passenger van. Oh my gosh. With preschool kids. Oh gosh. Yeah. Luckily the van driver you're, you're heard smiling the, so well, I'm it assuming... wasn't terrible okay. like it could have been it could have been catastrophic yeah but it ended up nobody really got seriously hurt because the the van driver heard the honking and partway through the intersection just hit the accelerator and got most of the way out of the way and so didn't get hit very hard um but but anyway it it, it caused enough damage that you know the highway patrol comes in oh, yeah. commercial vehicle inspectors come in and and handle the the investigation on the accident come to find out so guess how many brakes this trailer truck combo had uh gosh i don't i don't even know on a normal trailer, so on a normal let's see so you've got two on each axle so you'd have one two three four five ten ten okay so out of 15 something 20 like 20 okay so he's, he's got, got 20. 20 sets of brakes mm -hmm. okay 14 of them are non-functional Holy or not adjusted. So they're, they're either not working for some reason or they're not adjusted to the point where 14 of the 20 brakes don't work. Wow. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, that's, so that's, of course it can't stop. So of course it can't stop. And, and that's just like, that's one of those things like, you know, maintenance is so important and that's honestly, it's companies like that. That's why we have to have so many freaking regular regulations in the trucking industry because Cause you have to Do make them pay attention shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, that's one of those things. It's a, that kind of an accident is completely avoidable. Yeah. And it's, and it's really like, I don't know the whole story. There might be a little bit more to the story, but I mean, that's just full blown negligence. And that company is going to get like, Oh, that taken to the ringer that, on that, kind that of daycare thing. just got rich. Yeah. <laughs> Even though there was like no, nobody really got hurt. It didn't, right. it could have been horrible. Well, and you think about, uh, I look, I am not a very litigious person, but you know, were I a lawyer, sure, take yeah, them to for emotional damages for yeah. all these, uh, you know, dozen preschool kids. That's like, one of those situations where, like, rough. I'm not, I'm the same way. Like, I, I don't like lawsuits, but that's one of those things where, like, you, you, that company needs to feel little a little lesson. bit of pain. Yeah, yeah, that's that's just unacceptable. Man. Well, so everybody, make sure you're keeping up on your maintenance. Yeah, don't be an idiot. Don't do stupid keep, stuff like keep that. your trucks in tip top shape. Uh, okay, well that was a, a an alarming and interesting story. Yeah. Uh, so before we get into the numbers, Chris, I will remind everybody to go to HollandAssetsLLC.com and also go to MotorCarrierHQ.com. I know I'm a broken record on this, but you never know when somebody's new. Okay, so MotorCarrierHQ.com is where you can get tools, uh, tips and people who can help you transition from being an employee driver to going out on your own, getting your own authority. Uh, and then Holland Assets LLC is the home of this podcast, among other things. And there you can get uh, full show notes. You can look at the numbers that we're going to talk about today and that sort of thing. Oh, I should also mention, people can go to, to MotorCarrierHQ.com for the merch. The yeah. merch, Chris. Yeah. Get not one of these nice Holland Assets t-shirts. That's right. I am not repping very well today, but you know no, what? Yeah. I did double time you did, on the you did, last yeah, one. You're, so. so you're making up for it this time. That's just exactly one. Right. Yeah. So Chris, let's talk numbers. Okay. So um, I, I'm feeling like a broken record. Let me guess. Okay. Hang on. <clears throat> it was another It was another tough month. It was another tough month. Yeah. yeah. It was a, a little bit of a loss. We had a, had more, a, a more difficult than a little. time with 
I'm starting to feel the pain. Um, yeah, all that, all that. Keep going. <laughs> you can just finish the podcast out for me. Thing. Yeah, you've you've got this. Um, <laughs> it, it was another tough month, and we'll get into the numbers. But with that being said, like I'm I'm starting to feel more and more. I'm, I'm seeing more and more signs that things are starting to to turn around. Um, when when you say that, I have we talked specifics? You say that every so often. You know, I'm seeing some signs. I'm hoping things are turning around because I'm seeing things. What, what is it that you're seeing that's making you go, okay, hang on, we might be climbing out of this? So a, a couple things. Um, one of the things, the average um, rate size um, per invoice that, I, that I'm able to see through um, some of my other companies, mm. um, that's increasing. You know, that's a sign that rates are getting better. Um, we'll see in in uh, the numbers here that the rate per mile has gotten better. It's um, not as dire. As it's it not as dire. It's still not good, but it's it's better. I mean, it, a thirteen cent jump from where it was last month. Okay. Um, and and we're seeing you know specifically in Utah and a lot of what I've been talking about and and you know what you're seeing on the load boards you know nationwide. I, I'm seeing stuff nationwide, but specifically to to our local market. Um, our shippers that we do a lot of business with are giving us more loads. Um, they're they're better paying, and so that's uh, that that's that's another really good sign that that things are getting better. Okay. Um, you know, in, in in on top of that, one of the shippers that we've been working with for about a year trying to get on with them, we finally took our first load. With oh, them. good. So that that's good, and we and, and then I also talked a little bit about a new one. The, during the last financials episode that mm-hmm. we hauled our first load for, so we did one in July, like the end of July. We did three in August, and we've we did two so far the first week of September for them. Okay, excellent. So more more direct shippers are are willing to and wanting to play ball, and so that's that's all a good sign that that things are starting to mm. come around a little bit. And the question at this point is, is like I'm I'm pretty confident that things are are starting to creep up. Um, it, it's just a matter of how quickly is it going to do that and how long is it going to last? And right. you know, it, it's obviously going to take several months to answer that question. Well, we shall see. Yeah. I got a question for you though, to follow up on something you mentioned with the direct shipper that you've got. Uh, this isn't a sales episode. People can go back. We've talked about this in depth, but just in this case, you said it took you a year. You guys were trying for a year to get on with this shipper. How did it finally happen? Was this, uh, and just give us the 60 second thing was it a, you followed up every two months or you know how how did this work out we we'd we'd follow up so the first real main meeting that we had with this particular shipper nate and i had it's one that's up in idaho nate and i had drove up there took one of the shipping managers to lunch and kind of talked about what we can do and how we could help out and then we've just kind of consistently stayed in contact with with him over the course of almost a year and mm. and finally like conditions are right that he's all like okay hey i've got he actually gave us the a, a swing at two loads one of them we couldn't make work but one of them we did and so we're hauling it perfect yeah so it and, and that's you know it, it starts with one and yep. hopefully like that other company it, it snowballs to more and and we're even the the our, our shipper our first real direct shipper that we've done stuff for we're getting you know we already in september we've hauled quite a few loads with them to the point where with all these coming together um most of our outbound loads in september um i i can only think of one off the top of my head that was not one of our direct shippers really yeah so that's 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 way better than it's been 
what's the remind me you're going for what 50 percent uh direct shippers 60 yeah well it depends if you're talking 50 percent total or um just outbound i, I if i remember yeah. right i i you're putting me on the spot a little bit. <laughs> Sorry. But I, I think it was 80% outbound, outbound. from Utah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. And, and ultimately, we'd like to get to the point where 50% of our our total loads are so, direct right. shippers. So all outbound being and, direct. Yeah. And, then and some inbounds. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Excellent. Well, uh, that's great. I just uh, wanted to kind of dive into what you meant when you said signs are pointing toward better days ahead. Yeah. So, that's but let's it. talk about the not not uh, the ghosts of christmas future but uh, how about present chris we'll talk about august numbers and uh, let's start with t- total miles run on how many trucks 11 trucks 11 trucks okay yeah. we we did have and this is one of the problems with our numbers in um in august is we had two trucks essentially sit the whole month oh wow yeah just hard time getting new drivers in them mm. um and so two trucks sitting so, hey, one, by the way, anybody looking to drive out in Utah? If <laughs> yeah, you're in Utah, you're Utah, Idaho, <laughs> even you know Arizona, like one of the surrounding states, yeah, let us let us know. Um, the so 100,053 miles, 153 miles, one hundred thousand and fifty-three. Yeah, on right. eleven trucks, that's not so great. I the, mean, with two trucks sitting, of course. So, yeah. if if this were a nine truck fleet, then then you'd be like, okay, yeah, yeah things are looking okay. But with two trucks sitting, as we've talked about before, the crisis there is you're still dealing with the fixed costs on those trucks. They yeah. may not be using up fuel. You may not be paying drivers, but that's not all that the cost of a truck is. Yeah. And so you want to make sure that you get those out on the road as soon as possible. Yeah. So start of September, we're, we're down to where just one of them. We've got one sitting and, and we actually, we've got a couple things in the hopper that we're not super anxious to get this one truck on the load mm. on the road we, we have a driver that we're really excited about that can't start till the end of september so we're kind of holding on to that and we've got some local stuff that we're doing a little bit with that one sitting truck so it it's sitting but you know hopefully it'll get at least a couple thousand miles this month right okay excellent so of those hundred thousand miles we'll just round down call it 100k how many of those were deadhead miles? Um, 7,421 miles, which is about 7.4%. It's pretty easy math at yeah. this point. Yeah, and and that's roughly what we had last uh, last month as well. So, okay, a little higher than you want, but uh, not a crisis number. What, did that include that uh, load you told us about last time where you had to go down to Arizona and then you had to go to LA uh, just to pick up a load? Was that in August? I want to say um, that was in August. It was the, it was the very end of August, so I I don't know. I actually Which think that month? one's gonna hit September. Okay. All right. Just yeah, because it 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 delivered like the first of September. So. Oh, okay. So yeah, it'll go it'll towards probably September, hit September numbers. numbers. All right. So seven point four percent deadhead miles. Tell us what the total revenue was for that hundred thousand total miles. It was one hundred ninety nine thousand three hundred thirty seven and eighty seven cents. Okay, and once again, fast math. Easy. All right. Math, yeah. Fast math, people, 100,000 miles. You're never. This is like the first rule of radio, Chris. Never, <laughs> ever do, do on, live on, math. Yeah. Uh, but that's what, a buck 99 yep. per mile. Per mile. Yep. Right. So that's last last uh, month was $1.86. So $1.99, definitely better, but. Still sucks. Still sucks. We're, we're moving in the right direction. And I, like, I'm, I'm pretty confident that September is going to be 
even better. Like like the the lows that we've gotten the beginning of this, you know, we're really a weekish, a little over a week into September at the time that we're mm-hmm. recording this, and um, indications are are looking pretty decent that at least our outbound stuff's looking pretty good. Okay, all right. Well, that's uh, you're you're talking in an encouraging way, but uh, we know that this has been a tough month. Two trucks sitting. Uh, kind of a crappy rate per mile so what does that give us in terms of uh profit or loss um or loss or loss or loss loss um and 42 cents of a loss of a loss yeah okay. so an, another month with a pretty big number i mean that's obviously you know, i've said this many times this isn't sustainable um l- luckily we've you know between money we saved in the good year and you know extra money that i've got because i've you know been smart in my other businesses mm. we're we're making things work but it's not you know, it, it it's feeling like it hurts more and more you know, like this the pain of of these losses every month like it's getting old right you know having to inject some money into the company and just um, keep keep moving bring on more debt just to keep moving but again um i, I i'm pretty optimistic that it's going to change here in the next several months right well we're we're talking about august numbers right now and of course uh i'm sure every trucking company in this situation is just holding on with their fingernails until yeah. christmas if we right? if, if things don't change around by if, if if october november this year are equally bad i'm gonna start to get worried right right at this point i'm, I'm not crazy worried i don't like what's happening but uh i'll be worried if it's if we're still struggling in October, November, I'll be worried. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we'll keep an eye on that big shiny red button. Uh, but uh, for now, we'll keep hanging on and uh, keep working toward, yeah, a- achieving a positive number. So let's talk, though, about August's numbers, 25K down this month. Uh, call it 26, right, if we round up. Uh, 26k of a loss but is there anything that you want to dig into numbers wise from the profit and loss yeah there, there's a, there's actually quite a few things in the pnl this month that kind of explain some of that loss and and you know we've already talked about one of them that's the the lower revenue the two trucks sitting right that's you know that any like any time we've had two trucks sitting i mean that's 20 percent of our fleet that's a that it's pretty hard to make money in that situation yeah. Um, okay. So the, the next thing I want to talk a little bit is about is about is fuel fuel starting to get bad again. Um, you know, you've probably noticed that, uh, fuel prices are going up, um, which is pretty common in the fall for diesel. Um, so it, it's not unexpected that it's going up some, but it seems to be going up a little bit more than, than I would have anticipated. Yeah. So we, we spent with, with 5,000 fewer miles in, um, August, we spent, um, almost $7,000 more oh in gosh. fuel. That is significant. So yeah, it's not, it's not great. And uh, the percentage of, of um, fuel expense to revenue that we've been talking a lot about lately is, is the highest it's been this year. And, you know, we have to go back to last year when it was really bad that, uh, to, that to it was this high. see these kind of numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Just as it was a- even worse at points last year, but I mean, it was like, I, I think it was, 30 i want to say 38.8 this month percent this month yeah you know I mean? so as a refresher uh we're trying to get down to 25 percent, as i recall yeah 20, 25 uh, any, anything 30. under 30 would be good and right? and it's it was 36.8 percent. 
percent this month. This month. Okay. So yeah, because I, I remember yeah during that tough period last year, we were sitting around what 40s. like forty or yeah. low forties. Yeah, that's that's rough. Uh, okay. Other bits from the PNL. So another thing we've we've had this happen in the past, and I, th- I think we've talked about it a little bit, but we uh, we got hit with a work comp audit, which you, is mm-hmm. normal. Um, at, at the end of your policy year, you have to provide all your payroll information because that's really what determines how much you pay in work compensate workers' compensation. We ended up underpaying again, which I think this is like the third year in a row that we've mm. underpaid work comp. And and when you're growing as a company and your payroll is growing, it's kind of it's harder to project how much you're going to end up owing in work comp. And and you know, I'm I, it's kind of with me, it's kind of like with taxes. You know, a lot of times you kind of underestimate so that you don't overpay it. And we probably under, underestimated too much in any way. So it, almost 3000 of that wow. it, um, is from last month, but it was almost, it was $9,000 that we ended up underpaying in work comp. So we're going to see that same expense. So we saw it in August, we're going to see it in September. And we're going to see it again in October wow. before we're caught up. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. What else you got? <clears throat> um, Maintenance and repairs? About $10,000 in maintenance, and that's uh, a lot of tires again. Same thing last month. We we just kind of, I think, the cycle of our trucks. Like, we bought a lot of new ones a couple years ago, and those trucks are all coming due Mm. for new drive tires, new trailer tires, new steer tires. And so we've just, we've been spending a lot of money in tires lately. I feel like there's a, a joke here. You know, they talk about when, when women live together for long enough, their cycles start uh, to yeah, synchronize, yeah, 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 right? Yeah. That's what we're seeing with the truck are, tires. Trucks are synchronizing. Yeah. <laughs> there's your analogy, Chris. Yeah, that's a, that's an interesting one, Craig. <laughs> uh, wow. That was, uh, I am yeah, who I am. You, okay. Well, I, yeah. I'm an analogy Trying machine. Trying to keep it family friendly. I mean, uh, it's hey, part of life. You that's know? it. It's, yeah, yeah, it is part of life. Yeah. So I, it was dumb, <laughs> but not but not horrible. Yeah, <laughs> dumb maybe, but yeah, not not. Uh... I look forward to the comments, everyone. I'll <laughs> yeah. see you tell, on Facebook. Please tell Craig how you feel about that one. I want to. This could be fun. This will be, I can popcorn. I can uh, get some popcorn. Watch this. Whatever you do, don't mention this in the iTunes reviews. Uh, <laughs> two two stars. Bad analogies. <laughs> Uh, okay. Any other P and L items? Um, we we had uh, our Oregon use tax for the quarter came out. It was twenty two hundred bucks. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Twenty two hundred dollars per quarter. Yeah. And now is this uh, this is based on the miles you run, the mm-hmm. trucks you run through there? Yeah, it's twenty one ish cents a mile for every mile we run in Oregon. That it's insane. So, at what point do you just? blacklist or oh, we we from your intentionally anytime we go yeah. into oregon or if we have to pass through oregon to get into washington like you you look at that you consider that okay is is the rate i am getting for this load worth, worth. this expense it's going to take me to drive through oregon and i <laughs> i would be very curious to look at oregon's numbers on how much they bring in from this and what it's oh, worth it's it's just ton of money. that's really dumb yeah. to be that state. Don't be that state, <laughs> everybody. I'm talking to you, states. Uh, okay, other other items. I think. Uh, what do you have? One yeah, more? repairs. I think was the biggest I've ever seen it. it oh was wow! Eight, about eighteen thousand dollars. A big chunk of that, a little over ten thousand of it, was just truck number two. Um, it, it ended up going into the shop and had a plethora of things mm. that ended up having to be repaired. Most of it 
involving every truck driver's favorite part of the truck, the diesel, the def and exhaust system. Mm, yeah. You know, it's one of those things that doesn't really provide us much benefit. You know, the environmentalists would disagree, but it doesn't, it's just a huge expense. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, it's 18 grand. 18 grand in, in let me, repairs. Let me ask you a, a quick question. This might actually be a whole episode on its own, but your experience with uh, these repair shops, the maintenance and repair shops that you're going to, um, do you, is it is it as difficult to find an honest mechanic for a semi as it is for your car? Uh, and so do you, do you ever run into a situation where somebody's like, oh yeah, no, I need to do 15 grand of repairs on this. And then you get a second opinion. And they're like, what are you talking about? Yeah. No, it, uh, it, there's still that same problem. I, I would say it's probably not as bad because you don't have as many, like there's a, a lot of, you know, regular car drivers right. that just have no, no idea, idea yeah. about maintenance and repairs and everything. Most people in the trucking industry have at least a basic understanding. And so it's it's a little harder to fleece, right? No, nobody's getting taken for blinker fluid or whatever, right? Yeah. So, but there's still like there there's still a a big variance, and where you do see the bigger problems is when it's an emergency, like it's a roadside thing, mm, right? You know, and you, you've seen how much we get charged tow bills, and that's Great. where you like best hooker in Ogallala, yeah. He, and he wasn't he was actually pretty reasonable. That like the one that really comes to mind is is when we had to have our truck towed in Oklahoma for the driver that was a dumbass. And oh, it was like right. six miles and 4,000 bucks. Wow. That's okay. Don't, don't be that guy either. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, so repairs sucked. Um, Chris, anything else you want to bring out from the that, PNL? That That's kind of most of it. So, I mean, you, you talk those numbers, you know, the things that are a little bit out of normal there, um, you know, just expense wise. I mean, we're, we're, we're approaching that 25, 30,000 bucks. Right. But I mean, that's, it, it's still, it's trucking. You're going to have some months with way higher expenses than others. Mm -hmm. Well, let's, uh, here's to hoping that September's are lower in the expense category. Yeah. Cause that's pretty, yeah, that's intense. So 26 K down, but you mentioned part of the light at the end of the tunnel being the direct shippers. You got a new one that you started hauling for in August and then one that you'd had previously that you were doing more loads for. So hopefully that snowball, as you call it, uh, keeps rolling down the hill. But then also um, there's potential light at the end of the tunnel in thinking, hey, we just did two months with a giant round of tires through the whole fleet. You know, this massive repair on truck number two there's a good chance we can't guarantee it, but there's a good chance that September will have much, much lower expenses based on that. Am I crazy? Keep, keeping our fingers crossed. One thing that we have, you know, we, we talked, we've talked a little bit about in the last few days is um, we're, we're with this volume of tires that we're starting to, to go through, you know, we're a little bit bigger fleet. We've never really tried to go and be as deliberate as we should about shopping around and negotiating tire rates and so that that's one of our plans is we're gonna we're gonna try to get a little bit more consistent with the tire our, our preferred tires mm. like for for the drive tires for the trailer tires and for steer tires figure out what our preferred tire is and then start to go and negotiate with shops where you know 11 trucks you know that oh, that's a lot of tires every year so we, we should be able to get a little bit better pricing than we have been and right. that's a that's going to be a little bit of a priority for us here 
in the near future. Okay, perfect. Chris, anything else to close out this episode? Any final thoughts other than hang in there? Hang in there. I think that's it. Yeah, <laughs> keep, uh, as you're going to do uh, going forward, one foot in front of the other. That's right. Keep that's moving right. forward. Yeah, that, I'm, I'm going over the road. You are. It's just one by foot. Yeah. By foot. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening in. Uh, we will be back in a couple of weeks with another topic before we then come back for September's numbers, which I am honestly at this point very interested to hear about. I really want to see those turn around. So we'll see how it goes. Leave us a review on iTunes, not based on my analogies, but uh, <laughs> maybe based on Chris's information would be a better idea. Visit us at hollandassetsllc.com and don't forget to go to motorcarrierhq.com uh, for all of the tools and merch that I mentioned before. Thanks everybody for listening and for watching on YouTube and we will see you next time. See you then.